Welcome to the Business of School podcast brought to you by Cold Connect. Get ready for a journey of topical insights, engaging conversations, and maybe a few aha moments from the business, finance, and technology side of schools. Cold School experts are your host, and with our guests from the world of education, we're about to embark on a learning adventure to support you in the business of your school. School boards, principals and business managers need to make well-informed decisions about financial risk and ensure the financial viability and sustainability of their school. Being able to convert large amounts of school data into easy to understand reports to help inform decisions about current and future financial health can be both difficult and time consuming. With us today is our online guest, John Somerset, to chat about Somerset Education's key indicator scenario builder and how it is a game changer for schools navigating financial viability. Welcome, John, to the Business of Schools podcast. Yeah, thanks, Kenton, and thanks for having me along today. It's a delight to be with you. It's always a pleasure to chat with you, John, about schools. So before we start, maybe you could just tell us a little bit more about your research and development that you've been doing recently. Oh, thanks, Kenton. Yeah, it's an absolute passion of mine, as you know, financial sustainability of schools. So what is that? I guess that's the question. So what my PhD is doing is extending that research. And um, for the master's, I interviewed experts in the area of financial sustainability. But for my PhD, I'm actually going to individual schools and interviewing individual schools. So I'm cherry picking samples of schools that have been consistently financially strong, um, schools that have uh, gone up and down financially, uh, schools that have actually failed financially and perhaps closed. Um, So I've selected different samples of schools to look at, okay, what are the key attributes of those schools that are are performing really, really well and, and have really, really sound financial health? That must be fascinating. That's that's really interesting. Like you must you must find that there's a real broad section across the sector when looking at the schools like there is not one school it's the same absolutely because um as you know i run the financial survey for schools so i have about 600 schools each year in the survey which represent about 70 percent of enrollments in yeah. independent schools across the country australia and i have some new zealand schools as well so i'm blessed to be able to approach different types of schools small large um, yeah, and as I said, failing schools or schools that have gone up and down or schools that are consistently strong and really, really interesting information. Actually, yesterday I had a meeting with my PhD supervisors because pretty much I'll be finishing my PhD this year, pretty much, and presenting it next year. But um, yeah, it's we, we we're getting very excited about the research and the outcomes. And how many schools to date have you been able to um, speak to and do that deep dive? Well, six schools so far, um, but I'll probably do another one. But as we discussed in the with my supervisors yesterday, from a from an academics perspective, I'm really reaching saturation in that I'm not getting any new findings. The, con- the same things are coming up as constant things as to why schools fail and why schools are strong. Um, so what I want to do is obviously propagate amongst all the schools those things that make schools strong and keep the sector strong because that's what my passion is. So that's really interesting, even across a a very wide range of different schools, different sizes from around the country, you're already beginning to see some common factors. Yeah, and I think that that sort of feeds also into the scenario, uh, the ski scenario tool, but 
basically there are three main areas where skills are, you know, that the attributes that are financially sustainable. Obviously, there's the financial outcomes of the school, um, which, you know, are they generating an adequate surplus to both fund their debt and replace their assets? Um, and then obviously driving that is enrolments and staff, and there are a number of metrics around that, even things like, you know, academic outcomes, because that drives what parents want and, and well-being outcomes, that drives enrolments. And your staffing, as you know, 78% of your cost are your staffing. So how you manage uh, the enrolments and the staffing, and we have tools to help schools um, using comparative schools, you know, how many staff should you have for the enrolments that you've got just at a click of a button. Um, yeah. And then the final area, which is the, a very crucial area, which is management and governance. So really, really solid budgeting, um, timely and accurate reporting, but most importantly, forecasting. So I've found that the schools that are consistently financially healthy, they're doing forecasting all the time on the fly. Okay, well, what happens if our enrolments are, you know, 5% down? How does that affect the finances? So the business manager is immediate, is reforecasting the figures, giving that to the board and the principal and going, okay, what are we doing about it? The next step, which is a really important step, is actually responding to that. So, okay, um, our enrolments are down. Uh, what are we going to do about it? A classic example, beginning of last year, I was working with a school. Their enrolments were, um, you know, at least 100 under. That took about $2 million out of their budget. Um, they, they came to me in January of the year. So, um, you know, they responded to it. Okay, what can we do to to adjust our operations so that we don't basically run at a loss. And by year end, they had found $2 million worth of savings. So in the end, their surplus was where it needed to be to be able to fund their yeah. debt and ensure the sustainability of the So it's all the value of the exercise. <laughs> it, it's just doing that exercise. Okay, if we don't do anything, this is the outcome we're going to get. But okay, well, okay, that's the outcome. What can we do to prevent that? So getting onto it early. The schools that fail, and I have unfortunately spoken to some schools that have failed, quickly and they weren't necessarily clients. Um, um, they really it's it's that there's a, a change in circumstances, usually around enrollments and or staffing, and no one really completely understands the financial ramification of that. Um, in this case, you know, it was July. In another school's case, it was August. The July or June, July school could be saved. The August school couldn't be saved. It was too late. Uh, they'd run out of money. So um, it's that forecasting and getting onto it really, really early. So that's sort of what the research is teasing out. And that comes back to the, you know, the management and the board and financial literacy of the of the. The, the management team, the principal, and obviously the business manager is going to have that, but also the board. So there, there are a lot of different aspects, but that's some really, really key things. Does that sort of help? Yeah, so the, the, the real takeout I get of that for all leaders of schools is to, to ensure you have got a process of rolling forecasts in there, that you are yeah. modelling every scenario you can think of that's having, going to have an impact on your school, um, and to make sure that you're... Uh, using that in conjunction with your non uh, your non-financial data to create a story for the decision makers. Like it is no, there's no point just presenting this as financial data, numbers, spreadsheets. Most of the decision makers, especially in, in the governance teams, are, are not accountants. 
is to to create a story of what that's saying so they can then make the right decision to to respond to it to to make an impact on the financial viability of the school that's right and in the end um my absolute passion and why i'm involved in all of this is the education of students and our, our future that's why i do what i do um so you know you can always say the school costs but you know how is that going to affect actually the outcome on the students so yeah. all it allows you to do is put a critical piece of the puzzle into the decision making which is okay these are the financial ramifications if we do this or if we do that and i'll give you another example of that um in a minute when i'm talking about the um scenario ski yeah. ski scenario and what about john the impact in in your research what have you seen as the impact of that non-financial data in throwing that into the mix uh to has, has that been really important or or not a- absolutely important because in the end, what drives financial sustainability is enrolments and, and then matching your staffing to those enrolments. So, and that's where schools generally get into trouble. They have a hiccup in enrolments. So enrolments are less than what they budgeted, but they don't adjust the staffing, which is 78% of your cost. Yeah, seeing the correlation between the two. Yeah, all of a sudden they're running at a loss. And, and, and especially in small schools, if they leave it too long, it, it can sink the school. Um, yeah. And I, 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 but totally, Kenton, you know, almost 10 times out of 10, preventable Yes, you know, yeah. by using the right tools. And that's really what I want to do is give schools really, really simple tools that, that you can use to quickly forecast this. So everyone's got the same magic powers, you know, to be able to do this, not just the big schools with lots of resources, yeah. but even the yeah. smaller schools don't necessarily have those resources what we're yeah. trying to do is give them the tools straight out of the research to allow them to do it irrespective yeah. um, and some, you know, of, of size or, or, or the team. And small schools too, they might only have a part-time business manager and they're flat out running the school, never mind, you know, doing forecasting and so forth. This yeah. allows them to do it instantaneously. Yeah, what I like, the interesting you just said is that two things. First of all, some, a lot of these things are simple. They've just got to be done. But the impact of them is magic. Like it can have such a ginormous impact on the future of the school. Um, and so I suppose it's just trying to encourage and educate everybody to to what some of these simple tools are. And and they then can talk about it with their stakeholders and decision makers about what a big impact this can have and why it's so important. That's right. So it's empowering the, the business manager, even if they're part time um, and the principal and the board, empowering them to make informed decisions which, as you know, is is our fiduciary and statutory duty um, on, on in schools. So, John, in in that previous part of the conversation, uh, you you talked frequently about tools, tools for schools, and what they can use. Um, what what is the new in the Somerset Education Toolbox at the moment that schools can use? Uh, thank you for asking, Kenton. It's it, very very excited about our ski scenario. I heard a lot about it. Love to hear some more. Yes, it's um it's been rattling around in my head probably for a couple of years. Um, but as you know, it's not as simple as that to get these things produced. But we actually cracked it at the end of last year. So, um, as you know, we run the financial survey for schools, which you know gathers a lot of financial information from about six hundred schools every year. But an individual school can calculate a number of key ratios for their school. Um, and compare them against other similar schools. They can also look at the trends in their key in their key ratios. 
Um, what I say from a financial sustainability point of view is you need to look at where you've been, where you are now, but where you're going. So some time ago, we developed what we call a Somerset Key Indicator Ski Report, which requires a lesser amount of data, just minimum data to calculate the absolute key ratios around you know, operating surplus, is that adequate, around solvency, which is cash and reserves, and around asset replacement and debt servicing. So in those three areas, in that trilogy of profitability, solvency, and sustainability. Yes. So the idea is that schools can put up to five years worth of future data into, that, into the ski report, and it will calculate those key ratios, also compare them against similar schools. So it's got a benchmarking aspect to it as well. It has. It's got a benchmarking aspect to it as well. So that ski report's been around for a while, which is a great tool. But what the scenario ski report now allows a school to do, once they've populated the ski report, they can go into the scenario section and go, what if my enrolments are 10% less than budget? And it can it automatically, in front of their eyes, recalculates the profit loss, re-reconciles the balance sheet and cash at bank, and then recalculates all those KPIs and then recolor codes uh, for risk analysis, literally instantly in front of in front of That's their very eyes. Powerful. That's brilliant. Very very powerful. And Kenton, I wanted it to be simple. It is so simple. So so it's something you could actually be sitting with on the screen in a board meeting, finance committee meeting, leadership with the principal, um, and you can talk through your scenarios and model them right in front of them in a format which they're already familiar with if they've been using your ski and your, your survey. Absolutely. Um, and, and even if you're not a numbers person, the colour coding is really if, if the ski report's got a yellow, it's saying, hey, I want you to look at this. Um, if it's got a green, it's saying it's all it's all fine. You know, it should be okay. And 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 we've got two examples actually already um, using that in a board meeting. I was in a board, you know, with a school in a meeting, um, and they said, look, can we, you know, refurb the hall? It's going to cost you know five million dollars. Yeah. And said, oh, I don't think so. But I went into the scenario ski, and you can actually put in there. You can actually increase the capex capital expenditure by five million, which is what I did in the year they wanted to do it. That took the money out of the bank, which showed them bank overdraft. Okay, well, we had to put in an extra loan. So put in the extra borrowed funds. It allows you to do all that. And it recalculated all the ratios. And actually, they could do it. Um, so and so, literally, we did we did that in a minute um, in front. Of, and, and the idea is that you've got it. You've got all the key stakeholders there around the table. You can make those on-the-fly decisions. But it is only high level. So the idea is, okay, it looks possible. And then the business manager goes away and does the, the detailed budget. Previously, in, in most schools, as you'd know, you say, oh, can, in the board meeting, you know, a school might say, well, can we do X, Y, or Z? And then the business manager goes, yep, I'll go away and budget that. And they come back in a week or two after they've put it through the budget models and checked it all. You know, the, the moment's gone, but it allows you to make that on-the-fly decision um, sort of subject to shoring up the numbers through the detailed budget. I had another school the other day. Um, they wanted to spend $10 million in a few years time. Um, and I put that in the in the scenario ski and it was still coming up all yellow. And I said, mm, you, you can't really do it. You can't afford it. Your debt levels are too high, et cetera. And we said, okay, what if, and they had a bit of an issue. When using the comparatives, they could, I could see that they were, you know, they, were um, they probably had maybe you know, their staffing could be more efficient if they could. And I said, look, if you could, 
if you could improve your staffing in this area and this area, um, then that will increase your surplus. And then those yellows go to green. And we had all the key stakeholders in the room, including senior management team. And they said, you know, we think we could do that. So literally on the fly in a meeting, you've got all the stakeholders and the people that are actually pulling the levers within the school going, yeah, I think we can do that. So therefore we can spend that $10 million in 20, whatever, um, 2027. Very, very powerful. Honestly, it just brought a smile to my face because that's exactly what the tool is meant to do. Yeah, so very, very excited about it. Well, what it's also doing is just bringing together in that conversation the strategic thinking with the financial thinking and going, you know, if we if we go down this journey, if we if we make this strategic decision, what does it look like um, from, from a dollar's point of view? And then yes. it's a very easy way to go, Yes, that's worth exploring more. Yes, let's 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 look into this more. Let's try and find the resources. Let's get everyone bored for this. Or the other way, you can easily see that nah, that's just not going to work. We don't, let's not waste our time on that. Let's try and find yeah. another option. What does that look like? And and that makes those meetings a, a lot more constructive, doesn't it? It constructive and fun. It's very enabling. Fun with numbers. It is fun because it's oh, actually we can do this, or actually no, okay, we can't do that, and. And, yeah. and, you know, the beginning of our conversation, we talked about that it's a business of education. So you can always save costs, but how is that going to affect the students? So if you've got those key stakeholders in the room, they might say, look, we, we absolutely can't adjust staff to that level. So forget it. But in this case, they said, actually, I think we could. And that might be by just holding staff as enrolments grow to get your ratios where they need to be. And then that produces the adequate surplus to be able to fund that capital expenditure program that they wanted to do. But literally yeah. you can do it instantaneously. It basically reduces days to seconds. That's what it does. It's it's very, very exciting. And we're, and we're all about saving time and schools are definitely looking at saving resources all the time too. So there'll be another little feather in the cap in helping them in those decisions. That's fantastic. Um, now the ski scenario builder is quite, quite a new tool isn't it from Somerset Education? Um, if schools are interested in, in using it, what's the best way for them to go about finding more information about it? Um, we're just going onto our website, um, www.somersetteducation.net. They have to be a participant in the survey because it, it's a communal thing, Kent. Yeah. You know, if, if you've got to give data to be able to pull data out, um, so if they're a participant in the annual survey, it's pretty straightforward to get heaps of benefit in doing that. Um, then and add on to that survey is the ski report. And in, 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 at no extra cost, I've added this scenario onto it. Been a lot of IT investment last year uh, for Somerset Education, including this scenario ski. So, but you can just subscribe extra for the ski report, which now includes the scenario ski. Easy peasy. That's excellent. Well, I look forward to catching up with you again and talking about other developments you might be adding on to that wonderful model already. I'm sure I'll be hearing from my school clients that we work with um, how much they appreciate the, the tool. Um, it, yeah, Thank you very much for coming on and sharing that with us and talking about it. It's always great to see you, John, and your passion for schools and their financial sustainability. So till next time, thanks for joining us on The Business of School. Thanks so much, Kenton. Take care. Thank you. Bye. And that's a wrap for this episode of the Business of School podcast. We've enjoyed the conversation today and would love to have you join us for future episodes. Please hit the subscribe button and follow the links below to find more information and resources to support you and your school team. Until next time, keep being innovative, keep being awesome and remember, 
there is always opportunity to improve on the journey. Thanks for connecting.